All right, welcome back to the prospecting show. Today is September 24th, and we have Ron Story Jr. on the call. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Connor. Yeah, man. Appreciate your time. So, you know, before the call there, we were talking a little bit about the the two different companies that you have or the two different offerings that you have. And I know, uh, you know, back in the day, we were talking about multi-touch sequences and the way that people are able to reach their customers. Um, Maybe kick this off with telling us a little bit about the two different offerings that you have or the two different companies and what it is you do. Okay. So, um, I'm Ron Story, and I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, or East St. Louis, Illinois, across the bridge. And I've always been, quote unquote, a hustler, right? And um, the startup community in St. Louis gave me the opportunity to work on the sales side with a lot of the startups. So I started off doing um, cold email outreach for startups in St. Louis to help them to build out their initial customers and to scale up their sales team. And um, eventually one of my friends she knew about what I was working on and she said, hey, can you use the the company that you just bought, the database, help me get booked for speaking gigs. So that's the origin story of the two companies. The original company is called Five Contacts and it's the company that I bought that had 200 million email addresses that were um, a part of this database. So I bought that data from a company along with their sending mechanism, but we were sending the, doing the email outreach on our own. And one of my buddies knew about it. She said, hey, can you, can you send me some sales meetings for my, help me to get speaking gigs? And we did it and then we started PitchDB, which is um, the world's largest database of speaking opportunities, where if you're a speaker or a business owner, entrepreneur, and you need to um, get, you want to get on more podcasts like this one, or you want to get on more stages or speak at virtual conferences, you can use PitchDB to send cold email to podcasters, event planners, so forth and so on. So. Yeah, man, that, that that's super cool. And, and the one thing that I remember when we were talking about before, you guys have a little bit of a unique situation, um, you know, with you got uh, five touch points. And, you know, talk a little bit about why you decided to have five touch points. So the original, the name of the company is Five Contacts. And the reason why it's called Five Contacts is because there's data that shows that 80% of sales happen after the fifth contact. So most people give up after the first contact, right? So there was this inverse relationship between when people gave up and when sales calls um, actually succeeded. So if you continue to follow up with people, a lot of times when you send someone an email, they may be interested, they just forget about it because they're doing something else. Or they, they have another higher priority at the time. So then you follow up with them, maybe with a phone call or you can follow up with them on LinkedIn. Um, we just do it via email, but we just keep following up with them in a persistent way that's not really um, being pushy, but staying focused on what the outcome is that we think we can help them reach. And yeah, so, you know, the data shows that after five contacts, it, you probably have a great opportunity to uh, close the deal or the person will just tell you don't contact it anymore or they'll unsubscribe. But most of the time um, we found, I've had customers that I followed up with that I reached out to in February and they'll reach out to me in August wow. and say, hey, I, I, I started your email, I flagged your email because I wanted to follow up with you. When I got it, we, we just weren't in a position to do it. You know, I'm glad you followed up with me again. And I'm like, holy crap, like, think about that. If I didn't keep following up with that person and be persistent, maybe they wouldn't have flagged the email. Maybe they wouldn't have remembered. And sometimes it's not, you know, no isn't 
not, no is it never, it's not now. You know, it's just, hey, it's not that we never want to work with you. It's just, this isn't the right time. So persistent follow-up is, is really important. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say that, right? Because at the end of the day, like, that's exactly the same mentality that we have in syntax is that like we'll use linkedin for a very similar thing that you guys are doing we're not doing the cold email side of it we're really focused on that but i'll find people from i was following up today i got people from april and may still that were like yeah i'm interested and i just haven't got around to getting back to them yet to actually get on the on the sales call and you're 100 right like if you have enough value and you have the right product and you put it in front of the right people it actually doesn't matter how long it takes as long as you have enough touch points to be able to get them on the phone so it's like, there's so much opportunity that people are missing by stopping after like two, two phone calls or two emails or whatever it is. So to, to talk a little bit about the, the pitch, um, pitch DB, right? That that's the, the other group. Um, what, what is it different? What is different about that company? It's more about speaking engagement, podcast, things like that. You know, what kind of people typically use that service? So, um, Five Contacts is a service where we actually do the cold outreach, the list scrubbing, all of that stuff, because depending on the company, it could be, they could be reaching out to different people for different reasons, and the pitches all sound different because they're all pitching different products. But with PitchDB, it's actually software. So you can go on and log in yourself, it's self-service. And we've already, we know who you're gonna be reaching out to, so we've already scrubbed the list, right? And then it allows you to go in and we give you some templates because you're pitching a speaking gig or something like that, or to be on a podcast. So we give you some, some templates to use um, that we know have worked in our previous you know, outreach for other speakers. So it's more of a self-service thing versus us doing it for you like we would do with five contacts. Got it. That's really interesting, man. And, and, and I think the cool thing about that is like right now you talk about on-demand stuff, right? You like TV is on-demand, podcasts are on-demand, YouTube videos are on-demand. That's the future of things is everyone just wants to watch stuff or do stuff when they want. And so if you're trying to engage with your audience, and really talk to people, podcasts are definitely a great way to do it. Kind of like we're recording today. We're not live. This will probably go out in, you know, two weeks, three weeks, something like that. But it's going to be on demand on all the major platforms, right? Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all of that. And the great thing is it's like, man, it's super simple to, to get it when you need it. So with your audience base, right? Let's say they buy a thousand contacts from you. Right. And then those thousand contacts, you're going to put them through five emails each. Is that correct? Because of the five contacts. So it's 5,000 total touch points. Exactly. That's exactly what happens. Um, it's spread out over a certain period of time. Right. So it's all done via email. And the emails are, there, there's a thing that I use called the grandma email. You know, if you were going to reach out to your grandma, what would you say? Right. If you're asking her to come over for, for dinner this weekend or whatever, if you were wanting to go, wanting to, go to her house for dinner, you wouldn't send this thing with your big logo and explaining why you're the favorite grandkid and explaining why she should love you more than everyone else just to get dinner. You would just say, hey, grandma, I, you know, I was wondering if you were cooking dinner this weekend. I wanted to bring you buy some flowers that I bought for you or whatever, right? You would just get to the point, right? Well, most people, when they're doing their cold outreach, they're writing this whole pitch that nobody has a chance to read. So we just send a grandma email. Hey, Connor, I see what you're doing with, with syntax. I think we could be helpful to you on the cold email side because we noticed that you do LinkedIn. Is this worth a five minute conversation? I mean, that's literally the email. And if you say no, it doesn't matter, right? Okay, I sent out 300 of these today. So I don't really care if you say no, because I'm going to win by the law of large numbers. Eventually, I'm going to find the person that's interested.
right? And yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. So, and once I realize you're you're not engaged, then I just stop sending you the message, right? So we, we reach out five times, but if you haven't opened up the first two emails, I don't want to get marked as spam, so we just don't send you anymore. It's really that simple. Got it. So you you have an algorithm in place where it's basically uh, interpreting whether or not people have engaged or opened or responded or whatever to the previous email so that you're able to send it at mass. Now, when you guys send out, let's say, 100 emails, just to make it easy, what percentage of those do you find open on the first you know, outreach and how many of those reply on the first outreach? It, it really just depends on the audience. Um, we've had campaigns that have been as successful as 78, 79% open rate on the first email for, you know, for companies. Um, and we've had campaigns where the response rate has been 20% because the people, they, we, they were really touching on a point that made sense. Um, wow. When I, I do all the cold outreach for, for uh, PitchDB, we don't spend any money on Facebook ads or anything. I do it all through reaching out via cold email to speakers. And I just reach out to them and I said, hey, are you looking to get speaking gigs in the next six months? I mean, oh, I'll man. get 85% open rates on that, right? Because they, they think that I'm somebody reaching out to them with a speaking gig, right? In which I am. I just got 2 million of them in my database that they can reach out to. So they open and then they say, yeah, you know, when's a good time to talk? Well, then now I got my demo. So I'm getting 20 to 30% reply rates and meeting rates off of that. Um, we translated that over into into LinkedIn, doing automated LinkedIn outreach um, with the same basic message, the same, hey, are you looking to speak in the next six months? People add us, you know, and I sent, I think I, I sent 97 appointments in May alone, just from doing that on LinkedIn, right? Um, and the, LinkedIn can be very effective because you don't have to qualify yourself. Like the Nigerian or whatever, uh, African guy that's sending out, hey, you're a prince down here, and you've inherited $95 million. He's not on LinkedIn sending that email, <laughs> right? Right. So <laughs> when we're sending cold email, we kind of got to fight that a little bit. So we have to, there's a lot of credibility builders that we have to put in that first email to make sure that they know that we're not somebody trying to scam them with a lottery ticket or fish their Netflix passwords or whatever. But with LinkedIn, we don't have to deal with that because LinkedIn already verifies that I'm a real person and they can look at my resume on LinkedIn to see that I am qualified to do what I'm talking to them about. So on LinkedIn, I mean, we get, you know, at times that can outperform what we're doing on our cold email. But we like email because we think it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a way to get to people who don't log into their, um, into their LinkedIn all the time. Everybody checks their email. A lot of people don't check their LinkedIn. So I, I think that there's a balance between the two where you can use them both as a one-two punch and get good results. Oh, well, man, that, that's exactly it, right? That's why we built Syntax as a whole, right? Now, this, this episode's about you and what you guys are doing, but like that's a perfect point about what we're doing, right? The reason that we do omni-channel approach on LinkedIn, the reason we go LinkedIn, email, text, and voicemail is exactly what you're talking about. Some people don't log into LinkedIn for a month or a week or a day or whatever, but as soon as they accept on that first follow-up, now we're hitting them on the email side and we're shooting them a text and a voicemail. So it's this omni-channel approach. And the craziest part is like, with what you're doing on the cold email side, we could send those emails into a Facebook custom audience and then just remarket those people at a dollar per day on all the different platforms, right? AdRoll, Facebook, Instagram, Google banner ads. 
everything. You can put it all over the place. And the reason we can do that is because you have the email. So I think it's like super cool that you guys have figured out, you know, one side of it and the other side and kind of compare the two of them. And in the speaking world right now, because the world's, you know, changed quite a bit, there's so much opportunity to meet people who are sitting on their computer all day. So one of the, the, the concepts or questions I, ha I have for you is like, what is the next step for you guys? Like who, who's your ideal customer? How are you going to continue to help them? And then what's the next step for you? So with, um, with PitchDB, I mean, we pretty much focus on speakers and, um, you know, every day there are, I mean, every month there's a hundred thousand new podcasts being produced, right? So, you know, last month when we updated our numbers, we were at one point four seven million podcasts you know i just looked at the numbers going into october we'll be over 1.6 million podcasts wow. on the database um on october 1st i mean we're, we're probably past that now i just haven't looked at it in the last three or four days but i'm projecting for october we'll be over 1.6 million new podcasts so there's always a new podcast stage to be on and if you think of it from that perspective if the average podcast has let's say a thousand listeners right well, if you do a podcast today, which is right now, we've been talking for 17 minutes. If we do, a, if I do a podcast today and I get in front of a thousand people, at the end of the month, I would have spoken in front of the largest stadium. It would be a, equivalent to speaking in front of 30,000 people at the largest stadium in my city, right? So I think people underestimate the, the volume that you can do with podcasting, the number of ears that can hear your message just by going on small podcasts. You don't need to go on Joe Rogan, right? You can just be on a regular, hey, we only have 500 downloads, perfect, right? Because if I had 500 people in, my, in the room and my pitch is strong, I'm gonna convert out of that 500 anyway. And if I can't convert out of 500 or out of 50, I definitely, not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to convert out of 50,000. Right, because yeah. my pitch just isn't right. So I'm a I'm a firm believer that um, more people should be trying to get on podcasts. It's a free way to get information out about your business, as long as you're being helpful to the audience. If it's just a pitch fest, nobody really wants to hear that. But talking about the benefits of of you know how your service or your product helps other people, that's when it becomes really powerful to use podcasts. So I encourage everybody to you know. Hop on, you know, reach out to podcasters if you're an entrepreneur. They're looking for content. They don't have enough people to interview, right? I mean, it's just too many options out there. So get on as many podcasts as you can, and you know that will change your business dramatically. Yeah, man, absolutely. So, so for the people who are listening to this and they're like, "Man, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm somebody who's growing a business. I want to reach other people. I don't want to spend five thousand dollars a month on Facebook." You know, how do they reach you? And then when they reach out to you, what kind of information do they have to bring to the table for you to work with them? So, you know, I'm pretty much focused on the five contacts, I mean, the um, PitchDB business now. You know, because we, we we think that that works for not just for speakers but for everyone, right? So here's what I would do. If I had to give someone a plan, I would say work with um, Syntax on what they do, right? And have them do the multi-channel outreach, but hop on a bunch of podcasts because that'll give you the social proof, right? Because the first thing people are gonna do, they're gonna Google your name and, or they're gonna Google your company. So when they Google you, you want, you want them to see that you've been on 15 other people's pages talking about your product and other people trust you or maybe there's a bunch of YouTube videos or, or video podcasts that are out there. So that's the that's, that would be the you know, strategy I would take. I would use the multi-channel approach like Syntax, but at the same time I would hop on 
podcast and try to do some other, um, some more social proofing in order so that when they see, um, when they see my message, they look me up and they go to my, my LinkedIn page, they can see a video of me talking about something or my podcast or whatever. Um, that's where I would start. And then they can, you know, if they want to get started with that, they can always hop over to Pitch TV, um, put uh, Connor in the referral code, and I'll give you some free pitches to get you on your first few podcasts. Um, it won't cost you anything. Just put Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R, in the referral code when you sign up. And I'll give you some free pitches so that you can get on some podcasts. And it'll make sense to combine that podcast with social proof along with the um, multi-channel outreach from Syntax. Yeah, man. And I really appreciate that, giving that out to the listeners. That's actually huge because there's there's so many people in the podcast community that are like, man, I would love to be able to to have a guest or I'm looking for somebody to, you know, looking to be a guest on some shows. So there's so much opportunity that exists out there. And for the people who are, you know, concerned about cold email, it's like, don't take the risk yourself, right? Don't try to learn the whole system. Just go over, check out the stuff that Ron's doing, build out a system with him, have him do all the work. Like it, it really is one of those things like your skill set is so specialized and so required that it's like, there's really no reason that anybody should do this themselves. They should just come to you and go do it, right? And I think for the small business owners, when they're starting off, the number one thing is cash flow, And the number two thing is the money that I do have, how do I spend it? And you have a very affordable opportunity that exists in, in the cold email space. So B2B, I think that's going to be a huge opportunity, you know, especially if someone's selling a mid or high ticket item. So definitely check out the stuff that Ron is doing. And man, I really appreciate your time on the prospecting show today. No, no, thank you. Um, if you were to go to fivecontacts.com and you were to sign up there, we do a free trial, right? So we'll reach out to 100 people for you for free just to show you the effectiveness of cold email, right? So that way there's no question, right? It's like, oh, well, wait a minute. He's willing to write the email, find the prospects, and reach out to them on my behalf to just to prove that it works. Well, I mean, you got to have some balls to do that, right? You got to really believe in what you're doing to do that, and that's what we do. So, you know, I believe in putting, putting my um, foot in my mouth to make sure that you understand that, you know, I trust what I do um, to the highest regard. Yeah. And, and then that's the big thing, right? Is like, you're, you're putting value before, before like money, right? You're putting an opportunity out there for people to say, listen, I have a skill. I have a gift. I have something I want to give to the world. I'm going to show you how it works before you even have to invest. Are you interested? Yes or yes. And hopefully the answer is guess what? Yes. Right. And so I think a lot of people who are out there are interested in, in growing their business before you think about anything else, honestly, before you think about anything in syntax, just go check out the stuff that Ron's doing because it, the barrier to entry is so low and you can test your message with this hundred touch point, you know, startup email campaign. I think that's going to be a great way for you to figure out is what you're saying right and gets a little bit of time with Ron to be able to make sure that you're going to get the results you want. So, man, I really appreciate everything that you brought to the table today. What, what you're doing is super niche down and super exciting for people that are, you know, not interested in running the paid space. And I just thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me. Hopefully this was helpful to your audience, you know? Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Talk to you later.